0: Let's open our Bibles this morning to 1 Timothy chapter 1. It is good to be in the house of the Lord, with the Lord's people, opening the Lord's Word in the presence of the Lord. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Our beloved brother Paul wrote these wonderful words, beginning at verse 15. This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus Came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your precious word. Look at the Apostle Paul and his exclamatory interjections of praise in the midst of a personal letter to his ministerial understudy, Timothy. He gets to this place in what we call 1 Timothy chapter 1, though there were no chapters in what Paul wrote to Timothy, nor were there any verses, it was just a letter from Paul to Timothy, and he bursts into praise to the Lord Jesus Christ and to Almighty God there in that 17th verse. And it follows the fact that Jesus Christ is such a great Savior in verse 15, that we know a faithful saying that's worthy of all acceptation, the entire world And all the angels of heaven, well the angels of heaven do accept it, the fact that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. They spoke of him that worthy is the lamb that was slain. And though the Lord Jesus Christ wasn't slain for angels, they worship him in heaven for the fact that he did come to earth to be slain for the redemption of his people. And the apostle said, I am chief of those sinners because I persecuted the church of Christ. And he says in verse 16 that he had obtained mercy from God. God had specifically saved Saul of Tarsus for the additional purpose of providing an example and a pattern to them which should believe on him afterwards that if God could save Saul of Tarsus, he can save any man. And if we have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, no matter what our sins might be, they have been forgiven through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ because God forgave Saul of Tarsus. He set forth as a pattern. And so when the apostle thinks upon the mercy of God and, and speaks and writes of the mercy of God, he ends up with an exclamatory verse of praise like this 17th verse. Mercy means that a superior power has you under their authority and can inflict judgment and punishment upon you and should do so if they were fair and righteous. But God does not inflict His punishment and judgment upon us because He inflicted His punishment and judgment upon the substitute of His people, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Right. And so He's able to be just and the justifier of Him which believeth in Jesus. And, and with the thought of that mercy, and we're going to see the word mercy several times this morning from Romans chapter 11, then the apostle says, Now unto the King Eternal, not when I'm in heaven, now... Let's give Him praise now. Let's give Him praise today. We're in His house. We haven't come here for a social network. We've come here to give praise unto the Lord Himself. Now unto the King, eternal. No beginning, no end. Immortal. He does not die like everyone else we know, including kings. Invisible. You'll never see the living God. You'll see the Lord Jesus Christ who is the express image of God, the only wise God. There may be gods many throughout the earth, but there's only one wise God. The rest of them are fools in the imaginations of men's hearts. And here Paul is, is declaring the superlative character of the God that he worshipped, the Lord Jehovah, whom we worship as well. This king that is eternal, this king immortal, this king invisible, the only wise God, we should give to Him now the honor and glory, do His name, and we should do it forever and ever because He's worthy of it, forever and ever. Amen. Let's use this day. We have been exhorted once already in our prayer meeting in the back that we would give our hearts to the Lord as a sacrifice and an offering to Him today. And let's praise and glorify Him in our thoughts, our words, our deeds, our fellowship. As we open the Word, let's rejoice in what we see there about the glory of God. And in Romans chapter 11, there is much glory in chapters 10 and 9, 8, and 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1 of Romans is full of the glory of God. And let's glorify Him today. Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God. And the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we worship Thee this morning and we praise Thee and we give Thee honor and glory. O Lord, Thou art the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. And we bless and we praise Thee. We thank Thee that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, who came into this world to save sinners, You are our Father. And that we are your children by predestinated adoption. We thank and we praise thee, Heavenly Father. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. We thank thee for the mercies that you have shown us through the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee that it pleased thee to bruise him instead of us. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that you raised up the second Adam out of the house of David to be our King, to be our High Priest, the Apostle of our profession, the Shepherd of our souls, the Head of this church and its cornerstone. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for Your mercy and love toward us. And we accept the saying that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And Heavenly Father, though the Apostle said that He Himself was the chief of those sinners, we know that we have no standing before Thee in our flesh. There is no good thing in us anywhere to be found apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed God be with us this day. We seek to extol Thee, to open Thy Word, and to see in it the precious truth that You've revealed to us. Help us to rightly divide it, help us to understand it, believe it, and help us to live according to it. And let our hearts burst forth with praise, as did our beloved brother Paul when he penned the words for us to read. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins. Receive our thanksgiving for every good thing we enjoy. Heavenly Father, be with our brethren scattered abroad that might be in churches or without churches that you would be with them this day. Preserve our nation. We're thankful for it and our rulers that you would lead them and guide them with wisdom as they guide the affairs of this nation for the sake of your people within it. Our Father, grant us the presence of Thy Holy Spirit to stir up our souls, to lead us into Thy Word, to open it that we might behold wondrous things out of Thy law, that our praise might come up into Thy holy presence, made acceptable by the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, purify us as the sons of Levi, that we might offer acceptable sacrifices unto Thee. Let us use the glory that You have put in our mouths, ...to speak forth thy praise, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to thy name. We bless thee this day. We thank thee for having chosen some Gentiles and graft those wild branches into your own olive tree. We thank thee that the kingdom of David is being raised up again and has been for 2,000 years with Gentile conversions. And we are part of the kingdom of David with his son reigning on the throne, even the Lord Jesus Christ even in this outpost in the Piedmont of the Carolinas. Oh, Lord, be with us now, we pray in Jesus' name, and for his honor and glory forever. Amen.